ain't big enough for the both of us. <laughs> kind of already is. Oh, I'm tickling my fucking toes. And I am Jamal. Your mic sounds different. Pause. <laughs> and I am Jamal. That's <laughs> It was um under my uh coat, like my brother I'm wearing. <laughs> and welcome to the last stop on Black Tar Roots Airways, mm-hmm. like airlines, where we boot cap RuPaul's Drag Race and Dragula. So here we boot cap, and we have been on a voyage today, girl. <laughs> yeah, glamour's on the airways. If I can use a triple, if I can use a sports reference, it was a triple header. Mm-hmm. Lama Lama Ding Dong, where we touched down, and I don't think they, they do this one in LA, huh? Uh, I don't know where they do Dragula at, because you know when <laughs> we be giving secrecy, yeah, they <laughs> do because they smooth whenever they do like that uh, cut to the the crypt. <laughs> Have you noticed that it's a claymation set? Yes. No. Yes. We. I don't know where the fuck they at, and that goes to another question I have a little bit later into this episode. So it is the episode I have been dying to talk about because there's been a lot of conversation around what happened this week on uh-huh. episode four. Yeah, this is episode four. We've so, had we've had four girls go home at this point. We've had um uh what's Vanilla. her name? I was about to call her La Vanilla uh, <laughs> from Maldahai. <laughs> Michael, Michael went home. Um, we okay. high, Coco Kane, um, Astrid, Astrid. So the fourth goes home tonight. Yeah. So it's 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 been a voyage. So there's a, it's a lot of like uh, a lot of questions about some of the issues that we have in our community. Mm-hmm. What we saw, and then also um, uh, what narratives are put in front of us when these television shows are cut, and then also. The misbehavior of the fandom, because regardless of how you feel about Miss Mary Cherry, calling her the hard ER mm. and the racism and the death threats. Yeah, that's what we're fuck. not going to do. Not on this day. Right. Remember, this is a TV show, bitch. Calm the fuck down. Right. So let's get this bouquet. Let's get this roast to cooking. And speaking of roast to cooking, <laughs> uh, last week, the challenge was the weird Wild West and La Zavaleta finally snatched a win and rightfully so because of the spheres. Um, also, my attraction for La Zavaleta is increasing. <laughs> it's increasing. Love that for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bottom two was Coco Kane. And Saint, but they all had to saddle up and get up on the mechanical bull, except for Mary, who was planking on the mechanical bull. <laughs> In the end, Big and Little Boulet got this roast a cooking with Coco Kane and Saint lived to be exterminated once again. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how many bitches remain, but who will be eliminated tonight? Eight. As I mentioned before, this episode is, is real spicy. It invigorated a lot of conversations around misogyny. Teamwork, uh, weaponized white tears, racism, a lot of stuff. So we're going to dive on into this episode. Mm-hmm. So we get into the opening scene. And the first person we finally we, that we see is Bitch Pudding as the iconic janitor character. <laughs> and if you have forgotten, the winner of season two of Dragula was Bitch Pudding. And for her filth, she did this grotesque janitor. And it was genius. I think back to that all the time and how the boulets said, you had members of the crew gagging. Yeah, and having to turn away because of how gross it was. So we're up in the strip club, and uh, uh, there is 
there's stuff happening. There's right. lots of things. Rhythm is not one of them. But <laughs> the bootlegs enter and they pump it over to the main stage. They have this fierce, big ass hair, the rocker hair, because we do know tonight's challenge is the Monsters of Rock. And that is an iconic Dragula challenge. Uh, one of the scrippers commits a party foul and knocks over, um, what's that, Drax? Mm-hmm. Drax's drink. And gets crushed like a watermelon between a set of thunder thighs. And I said, girl, we have upgraded the way that we want to go here on the podcast from Moon Bounce to that. Mm-hmm. So that is the opening scene. I mean, yeah. my favorite part was seeing Bitch Puddin'. Yeah, I enjoy seeing Bitch Puddin' come back. I like when they, um, you know, give us kind of a little a little Easter egg or thing like that. Right. Because so we- what they will also do is um, put them on the, the judging panel. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy the way that the boulets kind of work with the monsters. Um, I even mm-hmm. enjoy how some monsters have reported the boulets even after the show will call them to check in. Um, yep. And I really like Bander is a, ho- a whole ass on payroll. Yeah, yeah Bander <laughs> is definitely on payroll. Um, so, yeah, the challenge is, well, let's get to the back to the workroom or the, the boudoir. So the girls the are back in the boudoir. Oh, wait, is the, the culture. Yes, you're right. The culture is the, uh, where the bitches be fighting. Yeah, <laughs> right. The culture is where they get looking at a fight. Right. Um, <laughs> so the girls are in the boudoir. And... So you get some vodka and they just start swinging. <laughs> and they're, talk- they're talking about Fallout from the last episode. Of course, uh, one of the things that they talk about is how Bitter Betty's um, has a... Imposter syndrome. Yeah, imposter syndrome. She's not saying reality where it is because the girls are like, well, you did well and they gave you good critiques and Bitter Betty is like, yeah, but uh, I, just knew I was about to be in the bottom. Um, right. And they talk about that. Uh, La Zavaleta is, you know, still talking about how she has to win. Um, mm-hmm. And they are talking about who they want to see come back. I was surprised that some people were thinking that Coco was fitting to come back up in there. Yeah, I... I... I had some thoughts around that because to me, so Zob says that, am I remembering correctly, she thought that Coco had more to show. Yes, that's what she said. Yep. But if I seem to recall, the critique for Coco was this seems to be sort of similar oh, across the board. Right. Right. For the last week. And that doesn't say it's the only thing she has to show, but for us, I know for me, I was like, it feels like the mask is the only thing that's shifting every week. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like actually uh, uh, Zob was actually scared of Saint. <laughs> oh, Saint yeah, of course. Give. Of course. Because Saint is going to turn it. So, I mean, Saint out of the competition at this point is helpful. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, that is it. And also, let us remember, uh, La Zavaleta is an agent of chaos. So she's going to sure. come back there and say, <laughs> she's going to come back there and say anything at any point, anytime. Um, right, right, right. Saint tips back in. Everybody's excited. Saint is like, I'm a bad bitch that you can't keep down. They tried to kill your bitch. They can't right. that's Miley Cyrus. They tried so to kill your favorite bitch. Right. I said, okay, Miley. Um, so <laughs> yay for Saint. Um, we go to the main stage and it is announced that this is the time honored uh Monsters of Rock Challenge, which I think the Boulets have said is their favorite challenge. Yes. Uh and I, I'm inclined to agree. This is the big this is the big team challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know what it is about this challenge, but this is where it makes or break the bitches. Yeah, it's it's the excuse me for doing this. It's the snatch game of. Um, I was about to say Dracula. that. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's it's a team challenge, and, and this is where emotions are always running high. Yeah, we will interrupt performances. <laughs> and, and, 
people walk off stage. Right. People uh, and and it's just all over the place. Um, so <laughs> and what is it about this particular challenge where bitches just lose their shit? What is that? Um, the girls, it's high stress, right? Because at this yeah. point. We've been in the competition for a while, so there's certain things coming up, uh, whether like how you've been doing, if people feel like they need to be seen more, seen less. Uh, you're trying to meld uh, different arts together. Yeah, you're trying to meld the different um, personalities together into a team. Um, right. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot going on. So the teams are as follows. Uh, Jade, Bitter Betty, uh, Sigourney and Mary. Oh, pause real quick. I just want to say this. Mary's jacket is everything. <laughs> I very much appreciated Mary's jacket. Um, they're one team. Uh, the other team is Dolly, Saint, La Zavaleta, uh, and what's that bitch name? Hoso. 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 Sorry, girl. Uh, so we, we, uh, she faded speaking... into the back real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of people are projecting her in the top four, but I say, you know, she needs a win. Yeah, she needs to, she needs to <laughs> pop about real quick and stand right. out. Um, so what's important to know is how these teams were formed is they were formed purely for the, uh, in the interest of drama. Yeah, I was about to say, this is because that Bitter Betty, um, Mary, uh, Sigourney team is chaos. Honey, I- <laughs> Chaos. Oh man, the other man. team is sitting over there like braiding each other's hair and doing cross. Bitch, okay, going, you know, sucking sucking each other's dicks, you okay. know, going to dinner together, <laughs> making black chats. Yeah, right, 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 right. Same pretending to do the drums. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, wow, I wrote in my okay. discussion note. Okay, go ahead. go ahead. I wrote in my discussion notes. What do you think is going to be the biggest challenge knowing each team? Oh, the biggest challenge. I think that. Um, well, of course, the team with Mary and Sigourney on it has Mary and Sigourney on it. So that's that's mm-hmm. because those two, for whatever reason, um, have beef. And you also, with that team, you have two strong personalities that I think have a problem compromising. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, so that history um, is going to be a problem. Um I think the other team has the advantage of uh, people who can work well together uh, mm-hmm. and kind of compromise. Uh, yeah, I think those are the biggest challenges. I also think that um, no shade, but Sigourney is full of a team is on the team full of people who have not been doing well. Yeah, so uh, the, so the, which begs the question: Did the Boulets win and stir up drama on both teams or just one? <laughs> just one. Just one. <laughs> I don't think I had no drama. Not a, not a one. Is it maybe where they hoping they were just going to all? I think Zav is the most dramatic one out of that entire team. But even Zav was being Zav was being an excellent team player. So let's dive on in. So we get up into the back, right? Uh, and like like we said before, Team Dolly is working together swimmingly. Uh, now we need to put a pin in this. Did you? It, <laughs> it, it seems implied that the lead singer is the leader of the team. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 this discussion. Um, I it's never that explicitly it, said. It isn't said. I think that it is implied. Um, I'm trying to think of previous Monsters of Rock challenges. Well, I was um, trying to fucking watch the episodes last night to like, see what is, what is it about this challenge where it sends bitches off the deep end and I couldn't find <laughs> it. <laughs> um, I think in season three, which, when you had um, 
I'm about to call her Mayhem. Will you? <laughs> Madeline was the leader of her team. She led that team um, and she was the lead singer. So I think that it's implied that that person kind of will be the person who rouses, you know, the girls. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. So, and, and Team Dolly is taking that as, you know, gospel. Right. I'm the, the 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 team. I'm the 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 lead singer, and therefore I am the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, that is not resonating on Team Sigourney. Child. And we have a couple of different things happening. So we got Mary has this massive amount of energy, and I can. What I see in Mary is, if she would use it for the forces of good, right. <laughs> It would have they could have been a little bit more cohesive because they start talking out the gate about what we want to do. Sigourney is recommending that we do um, dark, but make it make it fashion. And Mary's like, no. And then we're having this conversation about what's going on with. Now we're talking about Jay Jolie, right? And her bringing on this drug, this baggage from um, Smack Face mm-hmm. up onto the show, and then they go off to the side and they have a screaming match. I don't see a lot of productivity. Now nah, you got uh, Sigourney and uh, Bitter Betty talking amongst themselves about dirtying it up. Right. Uh, I do think that the other team, Team Dolly, is looking over and they're just very pleased at what they see going on with the other yes. team. They're like these bitches are going to crash and burn. Yeah, right. it is. It's just embarrassing. It, it just doesn't. It's it's. Sometimes you see a team that's not doing as well, and they're probably going over there like we're functional. Let's remain <laughs> functional, and this is why mm-hmm. we do that because we can end up being like that. Um, so, question for you: Have you seen anything? So, Jade and uh, Mary are talking about Jade's experience post Drag mm-hmm. Race. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Smack Face. <laughs> Don't sue me, Boulez. Um did you see any interviews about the backlash the Nothing. Jade experience? Nothing. Because yeah. this is all coming off as new information. Now, that being said, Jade did, did not need to play it all out on an Instagram live. Like That's not a requirement. And we do know that being on TV is a different experience and it opens you up to the world and they like to show their whole ass. So I can believe she got something. But I've never got, like, we can tell that this is a huge barrier for Jade, but I've never seen anything about her talking about it. Well, it was also one of the earlier seasons of Drag Race, so I, a lot of the coverage of the drama wasn't as intense. You know what I mean? We didn't have, mm-hmm. like, a Jake Yonce every five seconds giving us the, oh, the rundown. <laughs> you didn't have uh, the connection of VH1 or anything like that would have led to a larger coverage of the fallout. So, I mean, it could happen, because it reminds me um, of what India Fair was saying happened to her when she left. Um, mm-hmm. Said she got a whole bunch of bullshit following her stint on the show. Right, but yeah, India is also a pathological liar, so who knows? Child, was India was, <laughs> did you know that they were plotting to get you? <laughs> anyway, so they have this little heart to heart moment. Um, they have this Sigourney and Bitter Betty have a conversation. Um, I wrote down that Mary reminds me of an old top model adage, and I'm sure it's been said somewhere else, but this is where I got it. It is easier to pull someone back than it is to pull them out. So it is helpful that she has the energy level that she has. Um, again, I just wish it was being concentrated in a different way. Mm-hmm. Because then we also, in general, we need to talk about this team dynamic too. We need to talk about the team dynamic. You have Sigourney, who is um, 
I think all of them are pretty timid. Uh, so now I do feel like she is sort of um, almost crumbling under the weight of some of the bigger personalities mm-hmm. on the group because we see Mary being combative uh, and uh, adverse to authority and also the way that she's communicating out to Sigourney right. is not particularly useful. Right. At all. Useful. Um, we do, however, see on the Sigourney end, not a whole lot of space being given for flexibility or helping frame out some of these other ideas so that it works for the team. So if you're mm-hmm. gonna serve as a leader, it's important for you to be able to say, okay, I hear these things that you're saying, let's meld it in this way. So that's the communication piece. Jade has some ideas, but it doesn't seem like they're concrete. And Bitter Betty is serving in some sort of function. <laughs> in some sort of function. Right, because I'm not clear whether I want to call her the mediator or, you know, it just it just feels like there's not a lot of building of consensus as a whole. It's a lot of infighting. Uh, and there's just a lot of push and pull because, you know, a lot of the feedback was, well, Sigourney wasn't being an effective communicator. Well, this a lot of the other team members were not allowing themselves to be led. And that's a through line throughout where they don't even, where Mary keeps claiming, I don't believe you're the leader. I don't believe you're the leader. But it said multiple times that, yes, I am the leader of this team. So had we had squashed it early on, we wouldn't have had to have this argument back and forth mm-hmm. and therefore cost this, therefore I contribute to the rift that we're experiencing as a team. Yeah, because they argue from the back, up on the main stage, they arguing on yes. down the steps. My they, daughter's a child, it's just a mess. It is a mess. They can't get it together for shit. And it's, it's actually very sad. Um, it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. If I Mary was Jade, ain't got no costume. If I was Jade or Betty, I would just be upset. I'm like, fuck, we I'm going down the same. Right. It's, it's also particularly um, you have an exemplar literally less than six feet away from you of a team that is functional. It would have been useful to look at them and go, okay, we need to start borrowing from that. But I just I, there, there was not a point where it seemed like when the ship got holes in it, it seemed like nobody was trying to, they were clogging it out, or when they were trying to clog it up, they were using the wrong materials, and it just never rebounded. That's it. <laughs> it, just, it, it just goes on, and then it goes on into the next day, too. I have a, this is where my question was about the space. Where are these props being kept? Uh, on the closet. What closet? <laughs> you know the, boud- the boudoir has other rooms. You know <laughs> you really these bitches don't come with. There are no small props on uh on Dracula. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know these this, whole, are... this whole stage is is larger than what we see. I just want to know because the bitches came in with boxes, and they also alluded to, you know, when we were working earlier, Sigourney was doing the 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 brunt of the work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do they be do they have like days where they go out and they do crafts together? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I they have questions about they all go to Michael's craft store together. Right, 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 right. <laughs> they all go down to Santi Alley at the same time. Exactly. Um, I have a lot of I just like I just wonder like what this you know with drag race, there's the question. Yeah. So but you know you, you they're more in. They have more rooms that they keep the props in and just that room. Because the boudoir also looks very small still. 
Mm-hmm, it does. It, it is definitely giving the uh, the small conference room. Yeah, it ain't giving the Drag Race Canada budget. So, <laughs> yes, you know, but they got a whole fucking stage. arena. Okay, <laughs> right. So it's a, it's a, a reformed skating rink. Okay. Um, okay. So there. So where do you want to go next? A couple things we do need to name, and I'm going to try to frame this up the best way I can because I think it's important. Okay. What? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Because this, what I said earlier in the episode, this sparked a lot of outside conversation around the misogyny that is experienced in our community. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, the racism, the what have yous, the things, and then also something that's really important that we talk about all the time, what it is that we end up seeing on the show. I was about to say, because, so, there, so there's certain thoughts that I have about, in particular, uh, the Mary's. Oh. Your, your mic's on golf again. What about now? Yes. What do you keep doing? <laughs> it keep falling down, girl. I'm laying on oh. my bed. Um, mm-hmm. look. <laughs> so yeah. So a couple. So go ahead. I think that there are a few things at play, right? When we talk about, in particular, the Mary and Sigourney um, right. dynamic, right? Um, right. you have the issue of race, right? Which yes. is Mary being a black person, Sigourney being a white woman, right? And there is right. a very specific historical um interaction between those two identities yes right that comes up and something that i do want to hold space for is what we may not see on camera which a lot of contestants on on multiple shows always talk about it's like well girl you didn't see what xyz and i'm thinking about candy muse and elliot right you didn't see this bitch walking around you know what i mean with the microaggressions you didn't see that what you all you saw was me going Right, we thought she was catching strays and untucked. Mm-hmm, and then we find mm-hmm. out all of the shenanigans behind it. So yes, very that. So we, this is this is a one hour episode of multiple days of shooting and things that we don't necessarily see. And to your point of the long history, it's also the long history of wanting to tell the story and build the narrative of the aggressive black queer person. Right, yeah, yeah. black people being gaslit to no right. end. You know what I mean? Um, and also the, the tears and the lives of white women leading to the deaths of black men. Um, Correct. So uh, that is a very true history. Uh, and we know that TV shows oftentimes will protect the whiteness for a storyline. Correct. I'm not, and, I'm, Correct. and I am not saying that this is what Sigourney is doing. Absolutely. All I'm saying is this is a thing that co- pops in my head when I look at these two characters interacting with each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and these are real same, optics that we've experienced right. multiple times. Right, and at the same token, you have the the very real history of um, uh, uh, patriarchy, right, mm-hmm. in the queer community, where they come for um, cisgender women, right? There's this attack mm-hmm. um, of cisgender women. Uh, and once again, I'm not saying that this is what Mary's doing, because also, these two people could just not like it. You know, these things exist, right. and also, that's yeah. what complicates stuff because these two people could just not like each other and they got right. beef period right. um right. and we right. we throw all these other identities and things on top of that um and being in this pressure cooker of this uh this competition so we say all that to say that we're very cautious around who gets vilified mm-hmm. in this particular dynamic all we mm-hmm. have is what is being presented to us yes yeah. with the knowledge of the history of both of those identities and how they're portrayed and how that is played out and who is also telling those stories. Mm-hmm. 
and who gets to say who is the villain and who is, you know, who's the damsel in distress. Right. And so, you know, and because the person who, as you mentioned, leading to the death of, of Black men, the person who always ends up taking, you know, taking the piss on it is the death threats and the hard ERs to queens like Mary Cherry. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's complicated and it, it's hard. It's mm-hmm. difficult and sad that we have to see um, all of these. Uh, we have to hold space for all of this stuff in the midst mm-hmm. of a competition because, you know, ideally you would just want to see the shit be the shit. You know what I mean? Right. And let the people live. Right. Right, but it, it comes down to who is who is really telling. What are we? What are they trying to make us feel uh-huh. like it's actually happening? We uh-huh. were not there. <laughs> right. We weren't yeah, there. So it was imp- really important that we wanted to sort of lay that out because that did. There was a lot of what the conversation was about after this episode. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Mary's tweet saying that um, I think it was uh, Jay told Bitter Betty. That Sigourney said that she was going to go in and play the victim, which is a thing that we have indeed seen happen uh-huh. in other narratives. I'm not saying it's happening here, but we've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Moral of the story is Clamrot is a hot ass mess, and Zenith is just <laughs> riding fucking hot. So <laughs> Zenith is anyway. riding fucking hot. But what I will say about this episode, and we're about to get into it, um, that floor show, baby, that. <laughs> <laughs> that floor show was everything. I was like, oh, the budget. And uh, the outfits. What is going on? So let's get into it. So one, big, big boule and little boule. They look great. The wigs are quaffed. They're fierce. Poppy is here. You did, did you know anything about Poppy before Crystal Method did it on Snatch Game? Um, no, I was about to lie and say I did, but I didn't. Yeah, see, you <laughs> um, I didn't. Which means this is also your um, first exposure to Poppy too, like mine too. Mm-hmm. Did does it does Crystal Snatch Game make sense now? Mm, a little bit. I know. I know, like the Poppy character, um, and I know what she gets. And even listening to some of her songs, um, like I think uh, "Time Is Up," I really like that song by her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I get the character of this this uh, right. android in the post apocalyptic future. Da 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 da. Um, right. It didn't give me that much context to Crystal because I still Crystal's character still kind of fell off. Right. It was also just quite niche. Yeah. You have to be careful when you do something like that. When you have a RuPaul, you up there, you do Betty uh, Betty Davis, good. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, Rachel True is also here. Shout out to Not Rachel Age True. Not a fucking day. Mm-hmm. Yes. A true cult horror suspense icon. Uh, also has range. Because <laughs> this thing has been in a variety of different things. So she's known best for the craft, but also half and half. Uh, mm-hmm. on five seasons. Um, also, she was in that movie with, um, I think it was called Half Baked. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle. So long career. Also looks just as gorgeous in person. I saw her at BlurredCon. So floor show. Oh, also, real quick. Um, shout out to Rachel Chu. Rachel Chu's in a, a movie... Um, on Shutter called Black Noir, um, mm-hmm. which is a two-hour, two-hour like special with six different like mini uh, horror stories. Uh, with it is black as horror noir, um, and she's in one of them. She's in one of the better ones because I I don't want y'all to go out there and look at it and say, <laughs> "Oh, girl, mistake Jamal told us go watch this and this shit." Uh-huh. It is a mess, and the acting yeah. is a mess. Um, but she's in one well, of the it's... better shorts. I think, um, and she does a really good job in it. 
It reminds me, you, you saying that reminds me of Tales from the Hood. Uh-huh. Watch Tales from the Hood 1. Do not watch Tales from the Hood 2. <laughs> that one is terrible. Yeah. And my baby daddy, Keith David, is in it. I said, no, sir. What is this? <laughs> what is this? So, Faves on in, in the... Um, everybody burns the stage with their solo looks. And I was a little disappointed that these were not the group number looks, but I understood that they wouldn't... Isn't it before. always the case with the floor show? Right. <laughs> My tops are definitely Sigourney as this Kiss Marionette. Ooh, that was, oh God, when the fans went over the, the fire sprinklers. The fan work. Mwah. Excellent work. The pyrotechnics, it was clean. I've been, we've said this multiple times on this podcast. We are tired of seeing Marie Antoinette's. These we don't mind because <laughs> it's a twist. It's something different. It's a, it, The whole presentation and execution was exquisite. So, two. Mm-hmm. Mary, also a top look. This hell Elton John hell angel situation she has going on. I love the smeared lipstick. I thought the crush the using the titty to crush the can. That was good. Excellent touch. Uh, where was Mary hiding this? I mean, this was great. Okay, Mary I mean, makes, well, I've said this before. Mary makes smart choices. The execution is not always there. The execution was perfect this time. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the execution was perfect. I'm not about to sit here and act like that look was completely detained because. I have comments, but it it was a it, it was an elevation um, yes. of what she has done previously, yeah. and I do like that she had a sense of abandon in her performance on the floor. Right. So I was like, okay, good, Mary. You know what I mean? You like, felt like a monster today. You felt like a monster. Yeah, you felt the fantasy. I also think that um, Dolly was good. Zob, I thought was a, actually a standout for performance. I think the look was immaculate. That ass. Wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> performed it down. Um, Betty was also fierce because mm-hmm. Betty was giving me misfits from Jim and the Holograms. Mm-hmm. And then, as the touch of the bulge, it's yeah. giving me also gorgeous, uh, 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 it's giving me glow. Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Lita Ford, everything. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I think the person who. I may have enjoyed the least. Um, was Jay Jolie? Yeah, uh, I yeah, was same. like, oh, Jay. But even yeah, but you know, I, I will give Jade space. This kind of space, it that's the the drag that Jade does. So yeah. I have to acknowledge the sort of what kind of bias I have based off of how much history I have with Jade, and that's just sort of the drag that she does. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not my favorite, but even then, I still think she did a good job. I also love that she stopped. When she went to go smash the guitar to go put the lip gloss on, it still fits in with the um, the dark uh, 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 fuck buddy, <laughs> but still like quite girly. That's a soft, soft femme fuck buddy sort of situation with Miss J. Jolie. So it worked. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the group performances. So uh, the, you know, I found it interesting that the Blue Lights said they were underwhelmed overall. Did you agree with that? I did, I did, because when I think about past floor shows, I think that uh-huh. I mean past um uh, rock challenge mm-hmm. shows, mm-hmm. uh, I think that there's been a little bit more going on. Like, do you remember the whole ceremony that the the before yes. before she walked off stage, the whole <laughs> <laughs> the Hollows Eve team that you know yes. it was uh-huh. it was dramatic and it was um some drama, uh. I think that the girls did good. I don't think that anyone did bad. Um, right. But 
you know, Mary's wig falling off. She wears slippers. Right. Okay, so I wasn't mad at the slippers thing. Sigourney's I was mad at the fact that she Mary's was wearing, guitar. Right. I was mad that these bitches wearing the same shirt from yesterday. Well, she fully she fully pulled a mystique. Well, and was wearing an outfit from and tried to make that into a whole thing. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, um, I thought Zenith turned it out. I think they had excellent chemistry. Dolly really commanded the stage as the lead singer and was clearly the lead singer. Mm. I think overall, they also just had really strong chemistry, like the way they move and work together. Like it, it, they seemed like a unit. Mm-hmm. You know? um, even when they did the solo part and uh, Saint was giving everybody, everybody some water and was refreshing them, um, I thought that went particularly well. Yeah, that also was loved the Saint. Saint looked like she ain't never played a drum in her life. Make it, make it until she made it. Well, if you look at if you look at a lot of these challenges when they had to do this, the girl on the drums really is uh <laughs> back there just on it, it in okay. right. It's like girl, I bought the girl. It's like when you see the girls in, on the piano and you know for a fact they ain't never played the piano in their life. Say it was she was giving full animal jazz in the music. You ain't played not a one drum in your life, did you, bitch? Okay, I see you. It, I right. thought it was very smooth and well done. You got to make it do what it do, baby. Right. Um, Glamrock, I also didn't think was that bad. Um, I was surprised that they were able to tighten it up a little bit. Remember, a little bit. Remember we were just talking about in Canada where it felt like it was uh, four of the strongest members of different bands had to come together to make one band. Mm-hmm. That's what it did feel a little bit like that. So I did see... And therein lies the issue of having a team that's also super cohesive. It's more obvious when you're a little less cohesive comparatively. Right. right. Um, Sigourney looked beautiful, looked stunning. I love that they gave Bitter Betty the solo during the drum part. I thought that um, Jade and um, Mary were doing fine, aside from Mary's wig coming up off. And, you know, the things that the boules were pointing out that we maybe did not see as fiercely because they do have a separate cut and they use the best bits to give us the floor show. And mm-hmm. we see those parts when they do the judging. Yeah. So it wasn't wholly a disaster. Right, 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 right. And so, and we, speaking of the judging, we get to the judging and, you know, the boulets have their own little separate aside first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love their nails. Uh, <laughs> they just look so good tonight. They do. They're talking about, you know, uh, the glam rock kind of being messy uh, mm-hmm. Mary wig falling off in the slippers. Like, Sigourney's cape getting caught on Mary's guitar. Uh, Jade, they feel like kind of lost herself in the performance. Um, they said it. They said it looked like a comedy sketch, and that uh, yeah. lost is a rock challenge. Uh, so not y'all over here reading. Uh huh. But they do stop to give Sigourney her tens. Um. So. Then they they even say that she has um an aspect of casual dominance over this competition, which mm-hmm. is good. But still, way it's interesting that they say that, and she has yet to get a win. And she would have won tonight if they had not been, you know, whatever happened to them. Right. Um. Well, you know, look look at how Dom, Dolly did in season two and never had a win. This is Dolly's first. Oh, so anyway, mm-hmm. um, we get the critiques. Zenith obviously gets the high marks. I would mm-hmm. point out everything that Jamal's mentioned around Glamrot. And the winner of the Battle of the Bands is Zenith. And the top all-star of the week, I can borrow that from <laughs> Tag Case, 
is Dolly, which is a great triumphant moment because Dolly not only didn't win a challenge during their season, correct? Mm-hmm. But also got eliminated, you know, midway through. So, you know, this is the return that you want to see when someone gets invited back to the television show. So congratulations. words. Congratulations. but they keep all them bitches out and they ask, um, who should be sent to the house today? <laughs> Have they ever no. all called one name before? No. Overwhelmingly, everyone says Mary. Mm-hmm. Is giving Scarlet. Yeah. <laughs> but at least there was some healthy amount of charities in there and a, a vanity in there. Right. Every single person said Mary, and Mary didn't even give a name. Well, would you uh, give who would you have gave? Definitely Mary. Uh, but you know, it's, it's interesting she didn't answer the question because then we get into the back and all hell breaks loose. Everyone gets a little bit of vodka. That is time. Right. And then the production production goes, go. <laughs> so we have a couple of things that are playing out in the back here. Um, and they're all coming at Sigourney's neck. So <laughs> it's a, it is just a mess. It's a free for all. It's a shift free for all. So first of all, we got to shout out Hoso. Is decided she's not about to be a part of any of this drama. No, Hoso ain't got time. Hoso is just Hoso said we're not going to do. Right. Um, you have a couple of members of Zenith defending Sigourney and saying, "Hey, we were all out because apparently they all went to Cinti Alley together to prep things." Mm-hmm. They said that Sigourney was out there by herself. You know, not I, you know, not get not getting no kind of help. You right, bitter Betty and Mary over here saying, "Well, when we asked you how we could help you, you said we don't need you don't need no help." Okay, and Sigourney comes back with the line, "Well, what would you have offered, girl?" Okay, so here's the this is where I got upset because I said, uh-huh. "Now I know Miss Motherfucking Betty is not doing because a few minutes ago." It was, girl, I got your back. We're going to stick together. We yes. ended together, Mr. Yes. Yada Yada. Right. He cuts to the back, and she fully pulls out the dagger and goes into... St- I said, what the fuck? And fully said... And didn't she say Mary on the runway, too? Yes. So, you know, I'm not a big fan of this term, but um, <laughs> the gaslighting is real. Yes. Because, again, off of the shit that I'm seeing... They did not make it easy for Sigourney to lead. Yes, there were some moments of timidness and there were some parts where Sigourney 100% could have been more assertive mm-hmm. and could have been a better communicator uh, and a better leader, but they were not making it easy for her. No, all. and then my thing is like, in the words of T.S. Madison, what is the pressure? What right. is the pressure? Because what I, what I saw was Sigourney is doing fierce in this competition and we about to, we need to uh, right. turn on her, you know what I mean, to distract right. ourselves. Right, from all right. because this is her. Right, it's a lot of coming at her neck, and what's been bothering me is, is this all this talk of y'all not seeing everything, you're not seeing everything. She's playing this game. She's playing this game. What is the game? <laughs> yes. What is the game? Seriously, because I for one, I don't understand what game they think she's playing. Mm-hmm. Um, because then yeah, Zob popping in talking about well, you should have been this. Da, 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 da. We know that Zob has beef with Sigourney from episodes before. Right, they've been had beef since day one too. So, and I don't believe that Mary and Lazavaleta don't have the language to properly articulate whatever game that they're claiming that Sigourney is playing. 
because right. Mary goes, who in here thinks that Sigourney's playing a game? And the only people that showed, shoot up hands was her and Zav. Yeah, what game? Yeah, that, the question. I just don't what, get it. What game and to what end? Like, what game right. is she playing? Right, like, because the only game I'm seeing is Mary needing to be up in the forefront on everything, mm-hmm. not given in some areas. The only game I saw is y'all were shitty ass teammates, right? Y'all really, and I agree with Sigourney. What would y'all have contributed? Because y'all weren't exactly. even contributing nothing, right? Because you know what? Here's the thing about group projects. Sometimes you get to the nth hour and you say, listen, it's just better for me to do the work. And I just need to reflect it in the evaluation. And that is what she did. Mm-hmm. Because I believe, I do believe that they probably got to a point when then they finally did offer help. And after all of the ten- the uh, the uh, the tenseness, mm-hmm. then it was too little too late. It was too little too late. Yeah. Yeah, it was, that was, ooh, ooh. That was yeah. frustrating because I, I really did not like the way they just hopped on that girl's back like that for no reason because they all failed as a team. For no, right. and she was sitting there trying to get y'all together. Right. And, it, and it's just and it's just been daggers this entire episode. Going back to the workroom, sorry, the boudoir the next day when they were, you know, getting ready and then, you know, Mary keep coming out of nowhere. Like, why would you why would you say uh, hope for the best? Yeah, I What's mean, the, point of that? the thing is, Sigourney, I mean, that's going Mary is, she sees the writing on the wall. She knows she ain't been doing that fiercely. She knows she don't got that many more weeks to do that fiercely. Um, you know, and Betty knows that she is not necessarily in the top of right. the, the pack. And so they are taking that out on Sigourney, who is in the top of the pack and who's right. an easy target right now because she's the team, the team leader. Yeah, and they also have the cleanest package at all of them. Mm-hmm. And Mary sitting there in the fucking shirt that she wore in the in the boudoir the other day. Exactly. And I said, so I wasn't bothered by the slippers. I was bothered by that. I said, now, Mystique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are and not I, about to win the same thing from the challenge on the main stage. Yeah, I appreciated Jade for hopping in there and trying to be like a right. voice of reason. Because that was just really, it was out of control. It was not right. right. It was not right. right. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, And overall, it just I'm ugly. upset at Bitter Betty. Because that... Cause she really like laid into Sigourney. It wasn't even like casually. She was laying in to Sigourney. <laughs> it was just not a good look. It just was not a good look at all. And um, yeah. And for that reason, uh, I want Sigourney to be in the finale. I want at this at this juncture in the competition, I need to see a final three of Sigourney, Dolly, and Saint. That is what I want. That's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the bitches go electrocute each other. um, (laughs) And then Mary finds, and then we we uh, we flash to Rhythmless Nation strip club, where Mary (laughs) Mary goes out there uh, and is crushed between some thighs, which I mean, honestly, if that's the extermination, if that's the way I'm going to go, girl, the, 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 the exterminations have not been given this, this season. You, I remember when bitches were getting folded up in elevators. Oh, here you go with that shit again. What the fuck? I will never forget. Because <laughs> you feel like it's something personal against Erica Clutch. They just have that to have a good writing. Nobody, nobody has ever got it that bad. Um, Pinche for the million times. <laughs> They said, Pisha, we're going to burn you and you're not back for the resurrection. Just 
Oh, what an episode. What an episode. Um, there was a lot of, you know, I'm glad that we, this did spark some important conversations around um, the conflict and um, oppression around certain identities within our community. Mm-hmm. I think those conversations needed to be had because, you know, we have to be careful about how certain people are painted based off of just our long history of these negative stereotypes and narratives in our community. Yeah, I will say this though um, about the extermination, something that I'm not necessarily the most excited to see in any any of these exterminations. Um, Yeah, these black people getting killed like this, (laughs) like watching three white men just jump Mary and kill her really was a little triggering to me. And the week before watching um, Coco get spit roasted and burnt, that was a little much, you know? So I will say that um, that's a lot. Uh, I would prefer, you know, a bitch getting hit (laughs) by a car or something. Put them over, right? (laughs) I would give them poison instead. Um, yeah, well, that was this week's episode of Black Tie Roots. How you feeling about? How do you feeling about uh, Dracula so far? I feel like Dracula. Dracula, out of the three things that we recorded, is still the most interesting to me. <laughs> it is. You really be we be clocking in? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. That is accurate information. I think. Um, out of the three, is still the most of- interesting, the most exciting. Mm-hmm. If for no other reason, these bitches don't care about how they portrayed after the show um, at all, because <laughs> these. Cause they have have they had a week where they were not fighting? No, they're gonna do that to the end. <laughs> and now that Mary is gone, Zav got a yeah. Or until Zavaleta, because my theory is that it's just the spirit of Zavaleta, and that it makes the bitches go crazy. <laughs> I, you know, mm. she got a spirit about her. Yeah, because when she threw that hand up about this alleged game, I said, "Sigourney." I mean, I said, "Zav, what are you doing?" <laughs> You just had a good week. I just won. She's an agent of chaos. I told you. Right, but every day can't be a fucking bad day. Like, come on. It, 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 but it can, though. It don't have to be. But it can. I don't just imagine how that, that room must be straight. Imagine the van ride back every day. <laughs> <laughs> imagine the van ride back to the red roof inn. Mm. And y'all was just fighting up in the cauldron. The bitches got specks of thick blood on their cheek, and you just been told that you playing a game. <laughs> 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 well, wig of the week. Who has your favorite wig? Mm. Who who's Merkin had your Erkin? Um, I both can't say Sigourney, by the way. I was gonna say Sigourney. Okay, good. I'm tired of that. Um. I don't care who's winning. I'm tired of the um uh Maria and Sonette Coco Rocha wig. Um <laughs> why did you say Coco Rocha? I don't know. I was thinking about Roger. Um oh, you mean Rococo. <laughs> yeah, Rococo. <laughs> Coco Rocha is a, a a model. Well shit, one of them bitches. Um I'm sure I'm sure Coco Rocha has a picture of her with that wig on. I believe that. <laughs> uh Saint. I like Saint's little braids. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna have to give it to Bitter Betty. Mm. You know I love it. I ain't giving nothing to Bitter Betty after this week. <laughs> she gonna have to really do some. Um, she gonna really have to clean this shit up next week because after the way that she did, Mister Gordy, I'm really not featuring that. Yeah, that was not fierce. That was not fierce at all. <laughs> well, 
that was this week's episode of Black Tar Roots. <laughs> we have uh, successfully teleported and landed in LA. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media. On Twitter, we're Black Tar Roots. And on Instagram, we're what? Black to Our Roots Pod. Yes. From one monster rock to another. I'm tickle my fucking toes. And I'm Jamal. It's when you Bye. To a monster rock in a hard place. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.